It's after midnight and quiet and dark in San Francisco. I'm going to be re reading uh, more from uh, my upcoming book of poetry, The Socialist's Garden of Verses. I'll begin with another poem from the first section, Prelude in Hell. It's called November 8th, 2016. You saw the beginning of the end of the world tonight. It spoke from the TV set like a mouth eating the air between you and its face. Nothingness, of course, cannot be, yet there it lay, insisting in its eyeless simplicity. At your feet, the pit was not a grave and death was not the vice around your heart. No, it was a monument in the making, and greatness would not be its final stage. It seemed a dream condemning the land. Unleash the demon, and heaven will descend. America and God and capital, freedom and our greatness and the end of a world that you do not understand. The next three poems come from the second section. What have we to lose? Between two cups of time, during the late 19th century, when I was young, crinoline and albatross took wing. A captain's pipe cracked jokes with a frock coat, and pince-nez paraded proudly in his yellow waistcoat. Schooners warmed politely to locomotives, Wellingtons grew rubbers in a tub. Bustles bustled a whalebone muslin fling. Waltz between two parasols, two hats, and twenty garrisoned shakos, a pallet, and a warm cravat. I would walk down dreaming boulevards, a dancer in my stunned and frail bouquet. My mouth a half-dead tea rose, all my eyes staring over whitened canvas seas at clouds of flaming butterflies the coming century opera z in the morning i walked past the opera the sundresses were waving like banners and the boys did what boys usually do. The ballroom was painted in pastels. Henry Moore reclined in cheerful bronze under the enamel sky. They were making dazzling arcs on a high trapeze. Frankly, I was having a hard time breathing. It was so unutterably amazing. Unutterably? Well, maybe scratch that. 
the moon was still unseen, though they told me it was harvest. And the girls in pigtails were dancing, but their eyes were hard. The blue angels roared in the basement like trapped tigers. Lastly, the mockingbird. Alone, he twitters, purpley, singing away, tripping, flitterly, warbling scales, trilling like a diva, at the top of a cedar's cowlicky branch, blithe as a lumberjack in a shower. So desperate for a mate, or just boasting his guarantee, the triumphant domination of his tree. The crows scare him off. I've seen two or three, but he comes back anyway, so small, in contrast, inscrutable against their shining warning. He's the neighborhood's only success. The people in the streets wear masks like hands, hiding their mouths and eyes, and scurry into their holes like mice. Almost nothing else is heard for days, for weeks, for miles under a sky, locked like a cellar door above our heads. The silence is like an invisible fog that carries his message far and wide. I'm alive, 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 alive.